Are you ready to take your life to the next level? Join your host, Samuel Sullivan Eighth, on the Level Up Podcast so you can design a life worth living, achieve what you want, create balance, and find fulfillment. You know there's more to life, so dial in and level up. We are back in business. It's been really quite some time since uh, the Level Up Podcast has had an episode, but here we are. Back in business, my name is Sammy Sullivan Nathan. and I am your host, and welcome to the Level Up Podcast. Few uh, few things to really jump into today. Uh, first off, we're going to be rebranding. We're actually in the process of it right now. Uh, life by design. So Level Up is going to be a, a subcategory of life by design, and really what life by design is, is bringing clarity and direction to those seeking a life full of purpose, abundance, and freedom. We're going to cover topics such as health and well-being, uh, creating clarity and direction in your life, how to uh, tap into your inner creativity, a growth mindset and what that takes, creating balance in your life and all the different major acts, uh, facets of your life, along with developing inner peace. Today's world, there's so much external noise. There's so many external uh, influences in our in our daily life and our daily habits that are impacting the way that we think and move throughout this world. It's important for us to be grounded. It's important for us to be centered and uh, you know and know who the hell we are and where we want to go. And that's a process of self-discovery and that's a process of personal development. Uh, and really that's what this is going to be about. We're getting a little bit more fine tuned into what our mission is. So for those of you that have been a part of the level up journey, uh, since the beginning, I love you. I thank you. I appreciate you for those that have joined us just today or in, you know, in, in more recent months, uh, welcome to the show. Glad to have you here. Glad to get to know you. One of the biggest goals that we have is to create a community here. What I've noticed from a lot of my listeners and from a lot of uh, friends is that there is this deep desire to have more fulfilling relationships, to have more substance in our conversations and our activities. It's not about getting trashed every night with the boys. It's about having uh, you know meaningful, deep conversations where we're actually allowing ourselves to be vulnerable, open up to the world and this is going to be part of this journey is creating a community of support a community of compassion a a community of like-minded individuals that want to see other people succeed and success is really about being happy loving your life and being able to give back to those around you so without further ado let's get into the episode today today's episode is really we've kind of already touched on this it's about thinking for yourself and being able to recognize the different influences that are around us. So, you know, we have our social influences. So our friends and our family, the opinions of those around us, it could be our coworkers and our boss. We have our cultural influences. So obviously there's big media, which I think that's the biggest pandemic uh, that, that the world has, has had to deal with in the past year, maybe probably a lot longer than that, but we have the media and the news outlets. We have social media, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, TikTok, YouTube, and all of these different influencers that are involved with that infiltrating our mind. We have businesses, marketers, advertisers, salespeople trying to tell us that this product is exactly what we need to be fatter, faster, thinner, quicker, stronger, wealthier, happier, you know, better skin, younger, whatever it is. 
And it's important for us to be able to digest all of this information on a daily basis. That's how we actually work through this noise in our world because as much as some of you might want to do this, some of you might not, becoming a monk is not the most practical thing, especially in the United States. If you want to be a monk, go and do it. Uh, But how can we actually take some time to digest all this information and, and with all these different distractions and people fighting for our attention. And so part of this is a part of American culture. We've gotten stuck in the rat race. You know, it's a motto that's been used quite, you know, a, a lot of many times. And what does that mean? Well, it's, it's go to the next thing, to the next thing, to the next thing, to the next thing. You know, your parents probably was like, they went to work, then you got home from school and then they like made you uh, dinner before soccer practice. Then they run you off the soccer practice and then you get home and it's like, all right, like I gotta get showered, gotta go to bed. And then you're waking up the next morning and it's the same thing over and over. There's a rush, there's a race. And it's like, what's the damn destination? Why are we running so quickly that we're not enjoying the process. We're not enjoying the moments and the memories with the people that are around us in those times. And then life starts flying by. It starts flying by real quick where you're like, oh my gosh, it's April already. Like it's already been more than a year since lockdown or, you know, the pandemic has hit America and you're just blown away that you don't really, you're like, well, what have I done in the last year? That was like a great part of my life. And so Beating that rat race, getting out of that cage and getting into a place where you aren't in a race, but you're in, in, indulged into your life on a daily basis, living in the present moment. That's the goal. And wh- how does that start? Where does that start? That starts with self-discovery. All right. For those that already know exactly who you are, stay tuned because we are going to get into a little bit different uh, into another perspective. But first and foremost, you have to learn who you are, and that is going to be a personal relationship uh, with yourself. You know, like no one else can tell you that. That's going to be something that you need to uh, determine. You know, friends and family might want you to take a certain job. They might want you to go down a certain path, go to a certain college, do a certain career, spend a s- certain way of living, and you might not really be in agreement with that. But if you're allowing their opinions to infiltrate you without, and you know it's wrong then you got to make sure that you're finding that clarity. So how do we find this clarity? Well, first, I have two opinions on this. First off, journaling. The habit of journaling is vital to understanding yourself. I read books to learn about the world, and I journal to learn about myself. And when you journal, there's there's t- so many different methods, but I'll, and I'll give just a few takeaways here. When you're looking for some clarity in your life, this is one thing that I want you to try. So a lot of us know about creating a five-year plan for a goal. Maybe you want to become you want to go to med school and become a doctor. So you have like a five or six-year plan of what that's going to look like. But maybe you're not fully set on that, and that's just kind of this idea that you've had for a long time. But you kind of hate school, and you don't know if you'd want to be a doctor. So what can you do? To make this plan a little bit better, I'm going to tell you, create two more plans. So you should have a three plan pronged approach. So the first plan is going to be what you're currently working on. And you're going to make a five-year plan of what you are, you're currently doing and what that's going to look like in the future. And then the second plan is going to be if you died in a year, what would you be focusing on? Like, what would that be for you? Would you travel the world and be a travel blogger? Would you uh, want to go and sell cars? Would you want to be a personal trainer? Like, how is it that you'd want to do that? And create a five-year plan based off of what that idea 
would be like. And then your third plan is going to be a wild card plan. The wild card plan, if money wasn't a problem and no one would laugh at you, there was no critique, you weren't judging yourself and no one was judging you, what would you do? Would you breed dogs? Would you open a reptile farm? Would you... It doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter. Would you sew shirts for a living? Like, it doesn't matter. What is it that you would do? And then create a five-year plan on that. Now, part of life design, it's really important that we remain optimistic in it, that we we want to look at what the best possible, like, we want to think of what the best possible scenario is when we reach that goal. So for those five plans, write down what your life would look like in five years if you stuck to that plan and worked really hard at it. What this is going to show you is that you can achieve a great life in many different ways, many different paths. There is not one way to success and happiness. All right. I think there, there's been this dialogue for a long time. It's, it's starting to break down now, but the, the original go to college, get a job, get married, have a family on the end of the street and then die. It's, it's, that's starting to fade away. There's more that you can do. You can go to trade school. You can be in sales. You can start a business with online marketing. Like there's so many different ways that you can do this. You can go into mission work. And so it's really important for us to look at that, you know, like I'm, I'm 26 years old now and I realize if I live to be a hundred, I'm already a quarter done with my life, already a quarter done. So why waste time doing things that you're going to hate? Why end up being 50 years old when you were in a career that you really didn't like, but you made stupid money for 20 years and then you're not happy. That's something that I really think is important to take note of. You know, you could have all the money in the world, but who cares if you're 70 years on earth as an adult aren't fulfilling and that you're not impacting people around you and that your wife's not happy because you're always grumpy, like whatever it could be. And so that's, that's something that I'd really, I'd really want you to look into. So journaling, write down those three separate plans. It's going to give you a little bit more comfort in knowing, okay, like it can be different than what it is. You don't have to have the plan mapped out. There's a few uh, common dysfunctional beliefs that I think are spread really often. One of them is that you should do what your passion is. The problem with that is if you know what your passion is, great, go and do that. But 80% of us don't know what our passion is. So if you have like, oh, I don't really know what it is, I'm passionate, it's fine. That's why you get to go and try new things and that's gonna actually jump in to our next, uh, our next tactic. It's taking adventure and excitement. So if you are someone that's been doing the same kind of routine things for a while, you don't really know where it is to go, I want you to put yourself into an experience that you have never been into. Maybe it's going skydiving. Maybe it's going into the mountains in Colorado. Maybe it's going overseas. It could be anything. It could go on a fishing charter. It could go, like, just go out and do things and do it alone. Like, have a meal by yourself. Go and pay for yourself to have a nice meal or cook yourself a nice meal. And that's that's where self-love is developed. And that time with yourself is going to be intimate. It's going to give you a new perspective on things. The second dysfunctional belief is that you should know what you need to, you should know where you're going and what you need to do. There, I know 50 and 60 year olds that have no idea what the next 10 years of their life are supposed to look like. I know 40 year olds that they are in a career change and they just, they're, they have no idea where to start. No one has it figured out ever. (laughs) We're all walking through this life, trying to put it together piece by piece. And so don't, don't allow, you know, this idea that you have to have it figured out when you're in your mid twenties, uh, worry you. Now the third dysfunctional belief, you should be the best version of yourself. 
I know I was told this as an athlete, as an entrepreneur, as a businessman, as a salesperson. I was always told, be the best you. Like, work until you're the best possible version of yourselves. And really, even, you know, us with religious backgrounds, you, you can even hear this where it's about, like, perfecting yourself. And this is a dysfunctional belief for a few reasons. Uh, one, being the best possible version of yourself is so unobtainable that the complexity of what that entails actually makes us feel worthless. It actually makes us feel so far behind that we will limit our action. The second part is to become that perfect individual is quite literally impossible. It doesn't exist because life is a never ending game. You have to be growing until the day you die. Like it's always going to be a new shape. You don't just reach us. There's never a finish line. And that's the whole part. Like there is the race of life that everyone's rushing to get through. It doesn't matter. You can slow down and just realize I want to become better. It's not about being the best. It's not about being your best. It's about getting better every day, every week, every month, and being able to reflect on that and say, okay, I've gotten better and being proud of that and then moving forward. So those are three dysfunctional beliefs that really are creating a lot of uh, insecurity and a lack of clarity in uh, people my age and even older. So I want you to think about those. So we can journal about all this stuff. There's another journaling exercise that I want you guys to think about when you, if you're having problems expressing your emotions, um, what you need to do is figure out where that's coming from. So what I did the other day is there was a story that I shared with a friend, um, and I and I remember at the end of sharing the story, I was like, "Man, I haven't really told anyone that story, and I never loved the kid of me in that story that got hurt." And so I wrote myself a letter in my journal about how, if I it, what I gave my younger self, what I would have needed in that situation to feel secure and loved, and it literally made me deal with that in such a healthy way. And so by doing this on a regular basis, kind of opening up your past, opening up, you know, the traumas that have happened to you, you're going to become so many, so much more uh, emotionally intelligent. You're going to be able to become so much more confident and you're going to be able to come to terms with a lot of the baggage that we hold on to because every single one of us has something messed up in our past, has something broken about us that makes us who we are. It's a part of our story. It makes us stronger. And the moment we can own it and not judge ourselves for it and say, you know what? I'm a better person because I got through that and I got through it in a healthy manner. That's going to help you really live life at its fullest form. Okay. Uh, now here we go from, so that's the self-discovery phase. That's a never ending journey. Uh, you know, they say psychologically, once you're into your, uh, late twenties, early thirties, that's when you come really grounded in who you are and you really understand that. So if you're intentional, the next, you know, if you're my age, 26 or younger, be intentional through your twenties of who you are and, and what you like and where you want to go and, and start writing about those things and journaling about those things and experiencing these things you're going to be set up fantastic in the future. Now, here's here's the other part of this. We, we mentioned earlier, we're getting back to the root of our topic, influences everywhere. Everyone fighting for your attention. I, I read something interesting the other day. Think about who, what is the product of social media? Like if it's a business and they're selling a product, what is the product that they're selling? It's you. 
you are the product and they're selling you to businesses. Businesses pay Facebook, pay Instagram, pay Snapchat, pay YouTube to market to you because they have your attention. And that's why they make these apps so uh, addictive and, and pleasure thrilled because they want you to stay on that app as long as possible. And if they have your attention, they can sell that to businesses. Interesting concept. Uh, but how do we, how do we break through from all of this information? The radio ads, the radio music, our friends' opinions, the articles that we read, you know, everything that's going on, the news. It's simple. It's not always easy, but it's simple. Stillness, quiet time. It could be meditation. It could be prayer. It could be breath work. You got to just slow down and sit in silence. Could be in your closet. I go outside and sit on the grass with my shoes off and let myself connect to the earth and feel the wind and the sun. I take my shirt off and, you know, allow myself to just sit there in the present. And I think, and what's going to happen is you're going to get really uncomfortable. You're going to want to reach for a phone. Don't bring it with you. You're going to itch yourself. Try to like contain that. Focus on your breath and really just try to think about what's on your heart and what's on your mind. And you're going to hear all these different sayings from other people that have gone through your head the last few days and you're going to be able to discard them like, okay, that's not that important. Oh, wow. Like I really liked that insight. You're going to be able to, you know, have epiphanies like, oh, you know what? I really am liking this right now. I need to double down on that. You're going to be able to just take time with yourself and digest all of this information in a world of information overload. And that's going to create peace and stillness and help on your path to clarity in your life. So this episode, we're almost finished, is really important. It's very important for you to take time in quiet every day. Start with five minutes. Just five minutes, whether that be in your closet, whether that be outside on a patio in a, in a room with no distractions, five minutes, I'm telling you, you'll feel better and do, and and do this throughout the day. I end up doing this two to three times a day really helps me set it. I had, I was feeling really crazy anxiety on Sunday night. Uh, I was barbecuing all day, great day, but I, I was, I was on my phone going through social media. I did not do my meditation and my, my, my quiet time. And I was getting really anxious. And I said, you know what? I'm going to go and do self care. Told my sister and my wife, I walked into our bathroom and I went to the closet and I laid down and I did, I just focused on my breathing and just sitting there quietly. And I'm not kidding you. It completely changed everything. 10 minutes of just saying, you know what? I'm getting really anxious. I don't know what it is. Going to my room, taking that time to myself, I came out and felt like I was a whole new animal. And I want you guys to experience that same thing in your life. Um, so please reach out to me. Let you, let me know if you have any questions. My phone number is 813-924-0428. You can email me at samsullivanviii at gmail.com. You can DM me on Instagram at samsullivanviii or levelup.pod. Um, feel free to reach out to me with any questions. Also, leave a review and subscribe to the podcast. That is how we get this mission, get this message to other people. That's how the algorithm works. If you could do that, that is my only ask 
when it comes selfishly to help me build this, this, uh, this podcast, but otherwise I hope you have a fantastic day, stay great, level up and know that you can design a life worth living.